Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Bonus Points Podcast. Alan joins you once again today. Hi guys. First, let's begin by, by looking back at the weekend's results. Off the pitch issues grab the headlines once more after Manchester United fans forced entrance into Old Trafford protesting against the owners, causing their game with rivals Liverpool to be abandoned. Manchester City eased to a 2-0 victory away at Crystal Palace thanks to goals from Sergio Aguero and Ferran Torres. City will be crowned champions should they beat Chelsea on Saturday evening. Southampton held Leicester City to a one-all draw at St Mary's despite playing over 80 minutes with 10 men. The result all but ensures the Saints place in the Premier League next season. Kai Havertz scored both goals for Chelsea in their 2-0 win at home to West London rivals Fulham. The Blues also advanced to the Champions League final in midweek, beating Real Madrid 3-1 on aggregate. Gareth Bale scored his first Premier League hat-trick since 2012 as Tottenham cruised to a 4-0 win at home to Sheffield United. Spurs remain five points off fourth-place Chelsea. West Ham bounced back from consecutive defeats and Mikel Antonio Brace gave David Moyes' men a vital 2-1 away win at Burnley. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and Mohamed Elneny scored to give Arsenal a 2-0 win against Newcastle at St James' Park. West Bromwich Albion and Wolves played out a 1-1 draw in the Black Country derby on Monday night. Albion will be relegated tonight if Newcastle beat Leicester. Everton's fortunes at home showed no signs of changing as the Toffees lost 2-1 to Aston Villa. Carlo Ancelotti's side have won just one of their last ten at Goodison Park. And somehow Luca Dini got three bonus points. <laughs> and Brighton earned just their third home league win of the campaign after goals from Pascal Barrett and Danny Welbeck gave the Seagulls victory against Leeds United. Uh, so, Alan, how did the results uh, impact your fantasy? Yeah, so it was another OK game week. It was a tiny green arrow up 800 places to 27.1k. I scored Altogether, I scored 41 points. I captained Kane like everyone basically did. That was a bit annoying because when Tottenham score four goals, the likelihood of Kane being involved in at least one of them is pretty high and to not be involved at all. It was a bit disappointing, but, you know, he, he looked a bit off the pace in that game. He didn't really... Mm. He was dragging quite a lot of shots. I remember one way he just skied it over the bar. He didn't really look himself, yeah. but because everyone captained him, it's not the end of the world. Uh, elsewhere... In my team, Edison with seven points, Dunk eight points, Son twelve, and Ihenacho five were my returners. And I had five players that did not play this game week: Salah and Fernandez because of the postponed game, and then Aspi and Gundo due to Champions League rotation, and also Rafinha who was still injured. So yeah, that was a a little bit annoying. And then <laughs> had a Target and Lauten Fafana in defence who all got two and one points. Fafana got subbed off at halftime, was it? Because, yeah. Um, That's right. yeah, just to add another attacker in. So that was a little bit annoying, but they didn't keep a clean sheet in the end. So, yeah, it's not the end of the world, I guess. And, yeah, that was it. Basically, Bamford was my, the only other player in my team that uh, didn't get any point. Well, he got one point, didn't get any returns. He came off. Did he come off at halftime as well? He came off early, yeah. I know that. Yeah, he did as well. Um, right. So, yeah, that was a bit disappointing, but... I can't be too annoyed because I got a little green arrow, so yeah. I take that every day. How, how did you get on, Philby? Um, yeah, so I got a, another small red arrow. Imagine my shot. I got 36 <laughs> points, so you beat me once again. I only had Son, Mendy and Ian Ancho that returned for me. Obviously, Son, I've scored 12 points. In hindsight, it's a wonderful thing, but I bet we all wish we captained him now. And instead, I went with you, same as you, Captain Kane. Pretty cool performance from him. You're right, he hasn't returned. I know it's only been, it's been three games, I think, under Ryan Mason now in all competitions. He hasn't scored or assisted in any of them, which is a bit weird, to be honest. I, I would think he would have added more to his end. Yeah, that, yeah that is weird. 
yeah. Um, and then also I had Roman Saiz, Connor Cody, Wesley Fofana, my defence, him two and one points respectively. That um, Wolves answer I made a couple of weeks ago, Roman Saiz. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then on paper yeah. it looked okay, didn't it? But very true. That's the thing, like. On paper, a lot of my transfers this season have looked okay, but they just haven't turned out. Yeah. And then I had Thomas Suchek and Rianne Brewster who didn't return. Suchek has just done nothing for weeks and weeks and weeks now. He seemed to be good in the first half of the season, but tailed off a bit. Lingard's taken his limelight, hasn't he, really? Yeah, yeah, he has. And then, um, so I had Bruno Fernandes, uh, Nat Phillips, Ruben Diaz, Gundogan and Salah, who all didn't play. So, like, most fantasy players this week were all stuck in the mud, kind of, <laughs> which was a bit, a bit frustrating. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this match day, to be honest. But, yeah, what changes have you made for your fantasy team? Yeah, so I've made two transfers. I've already I made them last night. So that was Gundogan for Eze, which is yeah. a big punt. I kind of would have preferred Zaha, but I can't afford him, unfortunately. But um, I was looking at Eze's underlying stats and in his past four games he only has one assist but the last four fixtures were uh, very tough to be honest they played Everton Chelsea Leicester and Man City interestingly over that same period over those four games Eze is only second behind Guaita in Palace's team for bonus points racked up okay um, interesting yeah yeah he recorded 49 in the last four games Mainly because he, I think he created a few big chances. Yeah, so he's. I, I, I wanted to go for a punt this game week because, well, my other transfer was Maguire, who I brought in for Aspil Equator. I wanted to make one transfer, which I think, you know, a lot of people will make just to make sure I'm not left behind, let's say. Yeah. But then I okay. also wanted to make one of the other transfers to be a bit more of a punt. So trying yeah. to balance it out a bit. I didn't want to go for two punts because that's a bit too risky. Yeah, so I had two free transfers so that I didn't take a minus. But also looking at Palace's underlying, uh, underlying stats, uh, they've recorded the fewest big chances created this season and have the lowest XG in the whole of the Premier League. And that's 2.1 behind Sheffield United. So, Jeez, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thing not- is, I, I, I do think bringing in it as a, it could be quite a shrewd, a transfer I, I like him I mean I've yeah. been to watch him a few times when he was playing for QPR he's he's so good he just glides yeah with the he ball. does glide yeah he, he, and the only doubt I'd have is that sometimes he doesn't start all, all, every match yeah yeah so hope, hopefully he will but yeah yeah I hope so and also the <coughs> fixtures are really nice aren't they Sheffield yeah. United and Southamptons yeah, yeah. like if, if he gets me only four points I'm not going to complain I don't expect anything big but if he does it'll be nice and it will shoot me up the ranks if he scores at only one goal it'll probably shoot me up the ranks so yeah it's very yeah. true that'll be nice it's good differential isn't it really yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's why I did it. And, you know, I, I'm looking forward, forward to seeing how he performs. Although I yeah. probably won't watch the games because they're probably going to be pretty boring. But, uh, yeah, I hope he yeah. at least gets me one assist in those two games. And then with Maguire, obviously, I had to bring in another Manchester United player due to the triple game game week. Yeah. So I already have Fernandes. And then it was between Maguire and Shaw for me. Yeah. So Shaw did only play 45 minutes in in the Europa League yesterday but Maguire literally plays every game and also mm. he, a centre-back has to do a lot less running than a left-back so very true I feel like if anyone's going to play all three games yeah. it's going to be Maguire maybe, maybe Henderson as well but also De Gea was really good last night I can see 
them rotating as well. So yeah, that's the reason yeah. why I went for Maguire. He does blank in game week 36, but then after game week 36, the last two fixtures of the season, they have Fulham and Wolves, and I can see a clean sheet in both of those games. Yeah, I'm happy could to be, do that. Yeah, so that could be another good signing, um, or good transfer, I should say. Yeah. I kind of um, went down the same path as you. I wanted to get Maguire, but I just couldn't afford him. Yeah. So I, I, took, I took a minus four point here. I've taken a lot of them this season, as you know, but <laughs> my first one in quite a while, um, I think at least four or five, maybe six match days, I haven't taken one in a while. Yeah, so I, I bought in Victor Lindelof and Gilfie Sigurdsson for Roman Saiz and Ilko Gundogan. See, we both got rid of Gundogan. He just hasn't really yeah. been cutting it. And no, he hasn't. The, and... You just know that he probably will start on the bench this weekend. Yeah, exactly. exactly Some of the other so. players. I think Pep's going to be really focusing on rotation aspect, especially in the midfield and up front, because obviously yeah, he yeah. Aguero, he's leaving and whatnot. Yeah, so I, I, I just think it's a, good, it's a good idea to get rid of Gundogan, which we've both done. And then Victor Lindelof kind of I don't really need to explain any further yeah, than course. what you did, to be honest. He's nice and cheap. I mean, he didn't play last night against Roma. Which is Eric good, yeah. did. So, yeah, it makes me even more confident that he's going to yeah. play at least two of those three. Yeah, games. I can probably see. Probably all three. At least two, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're my transfers this week. I, I don't know about captaincy. I'm thinking Bruno, just because he's got three games. But then yeah. Leicester and Liverpool's tough. They're yeah, the, very hard games. The games aren't ideal, but I think I feel like you just have to captain yeah, Fernandez, because well, unless true. you go with Lindelof, but yeah, it's a bit too um, risky, isn't it? Yeah, really? it's a bit too risky. But I, I, it's you're never like I think the last apparently the last uh, team to get a triple game week was um, Middlesbrough back in 2009. Obviously, we weren't Jesus. playing then, so I don't I yeah. don't know if that's true. But like I'm still these... in the womb back then, bloody hell. <laughs> but these uh, come round very rarely so I feel like yeah, yeah, you, you, ha- really. you have to you have to mm. captain um, a triple game week player and um, yeah the fixtures aren't that great are they really on paper but yeah yeah everyone's going to be captaining him exactly, captaining yeah. him as well yeah. so you kind of got to... yeah I was thinking um, with the other two candidates maybe Salah he's got yeah. Southampton and then United and then Ian Atcho yeah. Newcastle or Man United yeah um, the, they're the other my, two captains yeah those are my uh other two options, but yeah. it's always going to be Fernandez. I got the vice on Salah just in case, but <laughs> yeah, vice on Ian Acho as well. Here. Okay, nice. Yeah, um, I just want to touch upon single game week players yeah. because I have two in my team at the moment. I don't think people should overlook them because there are some uh, nice fixtures for players that I only play them once. So in my team, I've got Sanchez in goal, who's playing Wolves, nice, and yeah. uh, Lauten against Fulham. Yeah, and they're going to be differentials for me as well. And to be honest, I've got in my team next to them, I have Target in defence, who's got uh, Man United and Everton. And I honestly can see Loughton and Sanchez potentially outscoring Target. Yeah, I, I think you'd be right. Target. Against Man United, I don't think they keep a clean sheet. Against Everton, there's a chance. But they've been a bit poor recently at the back, haven't they, Villa? They so, have, yeah. And um, also, Everton are really good at away from home as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. obviously, I'm gonna. I have Dunk on my bench, who has Wolves as well, obviously, like Sanchez. But I, I'm just gonna hedge my bets and not play two Brighton uh, defensive yeah. assets just yeah. in case. Yeah. And it has yeah. to be it has to be Sanchez, unfortunately, up because uh, Edison has Chelsea, and mm. it's it's a hard one. They could keep a clean sheet, but I'd rather have yeah. Yeah, and I was gonna also mention the fact how players who only have one fixture could they're. They're probably not the the dumbest captaincy choice either. Like, I've got Kane 
Son and then Conor Cody who's playing Brighton. Obviously, would never captain Conor Cody, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's, it's a good fixture. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there probably are some people that would actually captain Kane or Son. Just because Leeds, although Leeds have tightened up a lot of the back this season, it, it's still a, a good fixture for Spurs on paper. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. High-scoring high scoring game. But yeah, I've only got those three players in my starting eleven with one fixture. Okay. The other eight, the yeah. other eight have at least two. So, so it, I, it should be a really high scoring match uh, yeah. gaming for everyone. You'd hope so. Yeah, I've got yeah. So I've got four players uh, at the moment with a single game week in my lineup. But yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. And also, how many like how's your team going to be looking for next week? Because some of the players that have a double this week don't have a game next week. So because uh, Leicester yes. don't, Arsenal don't, Manchester United don't, don't, and there's one other team, yeah. Chelsea, I think it is. They all um blank next game week so what's your yeah team? so I've got okay, obviously or? for Chelsea I've got Mendy and then yeah. for Leicester I've got Fofana and Mendy Ian Acho and then you yeah. said Man United didn't you yeah Man United yeah yeah so I've got Lindelof and Fernandez. so what's that that's five players not playing yeah so you're going to have to so make just use your free transfer, transfer. Player. yeah yeah my plan Which, I mean, it's just not the end of the world though. oh no no I, no yeah my, my planning yeah probably could have been a bit better but i went all out for this double, yeah, this double game week yeah. to be honest i mean i don't i won't be taking a minus point hit next week <laughs> i'll just do it i just wanted yeah, yeah. to get wanted to have as good chance of getting maybe 100 points uh this week this yeah game yeah week. hopefully yeah hopefully that because mm. There's been a lot of big scoring weeks. Um, there has, yeah. So very, another, very I, think true. I think I've had two 100-point weeks this that's, season. So I was about to say nice the same to, thing. I think I've had yeah. two as well. But it'd be nice to get a third one because they're yeah. pretty rare. I was going to say that I think I'm going to make a really... We're skipping on to the game week, the next game week uh, 36, but yeah. I think just so I don't get priced out of it, I'm going to sell for Fana as soon as the the deadline for this this game week comes in, so then I can sell for Fana for Dallas because uh, okay. at the moment I have the exact amount of money, and yeah. I don't want um, to be priced out of that. So you fancy I'll... Dallas away at Burnley then? Yeah, well Burnley, and he's got two other nice fixtures after that. They got um, mm. yeah, they got they've got Southampton and West Brom. So mm. yeah, I'm I'm going to be triple leads in for those three. That's very very smart move. I think one of just. In retrospect, I think one of the, my most stupid moves, I mean, there's been a lot of them this season, but when I played my wild card, I think, game week 29 or 30, I for some reason, I took out Bamford, which is fair enough, he hasn't done that well, but Dallas especially, yeah. I shouldn't have taken Dallas out because then I think that game week or, or the game week after, you got 17 points where Man City, I mean, I probably wouldn't have even played him away at City, but that yeah. just really shows uh, how poor my decisions have been this season. Along yeah, with the I element mean, of luck. Yeah, but it is it a side. poor decision though? Like yeah, in hindsight, it's, it's a poor well. decision because he scores points. But like on paper, you, there's no way you're starting Dallas against Man City. So. Yeah, it wasn't just because of that one match day or game week though. Is he's actually done really well since then? Leeds have tightened up at the back. I mean, yeah, that's say, true. In yeah. retrospect, I just shouldn't have uh, yeah. transferred out Dallas. Ah well, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just can't wait for the season to end now. To be honest, um, my only objectives is to finish as high as I can in our head-to-head league, yeah. league table with all our uni course mates. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I just look at the standings now, I'm currently in ninth out of 14, so just about mid-table. But it's really close between fifth and tenth. There's there's only, what's that, seven points between those five yeah. uh, places. And if I was to win the last, or yeah, win the head-to-head in the last three 
three match days, I, I could easily finish in the top five, which would be decent considering I was so far down previously. And like I say, if I look at um, all the total points around with the players around me, I've got by far the highest. It's actually yeah, baffling yeah. now. I'm that far down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just don't. It's, it just proves once again, like I've got kind of unlucky how I've been matched up with with those particular people on that match day. Yeah, yeah. Head to head is a bit. Uh, it's a, yeah, and then also, I, yeah, I'd like to add in. So with my own, like friends back at home, we have our own personal. Uh, yeah. league as well and we take it quite seriously and like l- last season I finished above like the two people that we who take it most seriously with me and then this season again there's literally I think it's like 10 points between us so I'm going to oh, try and finish above them again but yeah um, that 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 motorcycle um, uh, should we discuss the five-a-side picks? yeah let's um, yes take a look at our five-a-side points that we mm-hmm. scored last game week um, should I go first yeah yeah sure so two pointers all around <laughs> castagna versus <laughs> southampton two points mcneil v west ham two points sam maximum v arsenal two points jesus v palace two points kane versus sheffield united two points so that gave me a total of uh 10 points so wow not not Jesus. great really <laughs> yeah um i'd felt a little bit better to be honest largely a little because bit. <laughs> of um, <laughs> yeah largely because of habits though so i had edison got seven points yeah habit 16 against fulham Pereira and Vardy got two points at piece, and then Dominic Calvert-Lewin got eight points. He actually scored. I couldn't quite believe it. So in total, I got 35 points this game week. So, yeah, it was another good week. I mean, I've actually done okay in this, this five-a-side. I got 35 points, to say, and then overall in my fantasy team, I got 36. That's like the third time we've been since we've been doing it for the last, what, five or six <laughs> match days that I've almost yeah. got as many points in the five-a-side picks as I have. The actual fantasy team, which you know, says a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so who have you picked for um, uh, th- this weekend's game? Yeah, so I picked Phillips, the Liverpool defender, who's got Southampton yeah. and Man United. Main reason I picked him was just because how cheap he is, so he frees up funds to get the more expensive players in my attack. I've got Eze against Sheffield United and Southampton. Yeah, I've brought him into my FPL team, my actual FPL team, so I thought I'll... Give him a little go in the fantasy fives as well. And then Bruno, obviously. <laughs> Aston yeah. Villa, Leicester, Liverpool. There's not much more to say about that. Ihanacho versus Newcastle, Man United. He's on crazy form at the moment. I think he's only returned in the last eight games. He's only not returned in one of those eight. So wow. that's just, yeah. Stupidly good form. And then Kane versus Leeds. He was He's the only single game week player I've picked in the fantasy fives. And... Uh, yeah, I think I think he outscores quite a few double game week mm. strikers. Well, Definitely. I hope he does. So. Yeah, yeah, that's my reason. I'm with you on that one. Him. And altogether, that was 39.6 million. So I think that might be the most I've spent. Um, yeah, I think it is. Doing these fantasy fives. Yeah. Um, picks. Yeah. Um, so I've gone. All of my players have uh, du- double game weeks. I haven't got any Man United players. And just as you you were talking about Bruno, maybe I I, sh- I should. Should have had one. Should have had one. I, originally, I went with Dean Henderson, but then I swapped him out for whatever reason, just because I wasn't sure if he was actually going to play all yeah, the games. Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've gone with a uh, Palace keeper, Gaeta. He's got Sheffield United and Southampton away, only 4.8 million. And then I've gone with Mo Salah, Southampton and Man United yeah. away, 12.7 million, a bit pricey. And then I've gone for Mason Mount, bit of a differential. He's got City and Arsenal, City away and Arsenal at home, 7.3 million. I think... If any Chelsea player is going to start, 
those home <laughs> yeah, games. It's, it's probably going to be him. Yeah. Um, and then I've gone for Ollie Watkins, got United and Everton both at home, only six point five million. And then I'm stuck with Dominic Calvert Lewin, who's got West Ham and Villa away. So in total, it's thirty eight point eight million. Yeah, I think it, we both should score pretty highly this week. To be honest with you, I'm I'm confident that Dominic Calvert Lewin can. Yeah, I think again, his fixtures know. are quite nice actually. I'm a bit yeah scared about that. Well, yeah, in terms of FPL as well as our fantasy fives, because in FPL he's got, you know, he's going to have a kind of big ownership. Definitely. Um, and that's the thing with Calvert Lewin, he once he scores, he tends to go on a roll. Yeah, he does. He scored yeah. last last week or last weekend against Villa, and now he's got Villa again because obviously their first game was postponed. Yeah, yeah. He could. It wouldn't surprise me. You often get like when teams have each other twice in like weeks or 10 days one player will always score in both games maybe yeah so, yeah that's that's i literally i didn't have him in at first to begin with but then i thought i may as well just include him again like he was good good to me last week got the eight points all right thank you for listening we hope you have a good game week and we'll see you next week goodbye <laughs>